Hey, bitches. I'm Jono. And I'm Dominic. And this, this is Jabber. Jabber. Oh my god, Dominic, did you hear? Oh no. What happened? Joe and Kamala won the election! Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm so excited. And we also have our first trans state senator, Sarah McBride. That's right, in the great state of Delaware. This is amazing. We finally are en route of change in America. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for for what the Biden administration is going to bring for the country and it's going and uh, it's going to unite us. I have some Trump supporter friends who liked Trump and, and and his policies. They were actually surprisingly happy that that Biden won because they said that a second term for Trump would mean that the country would be more divided than the first term and that under Biden, we will become united again. So I'm glad to hear that people are, they're all on the same page and they're coming together and they're seeing that, that it's not red states or blue states. It's the United States. (laughs) I stole that. I stole that quote from Biden himself. We also have two confirmed openly gay black state legislators for Congress, Richie Torres and Mondare Jones, representing the state of New York. We went to sleep on November 3rd and woke up in this completely different world. I'm so happy. Yes, and that's great. And politics aside, I do have to mention that you and I did something recently. We shot an erotic book cover and I thought it came out great. I loved it. We worked with two amazing models, and of course, you. It was an easy day, and uh, I, I thought it, the outcome was great. I had red hair. Yes, the book is called Orbgasm, written by a good friend of mine, Sam Irving. He is an amazing director. He has directed one of my favorite films, Elvira's Haunted Hills, and has done so many great things. And some of the models you mentioned are Christian Camacho, who we had on the show, and Miss Nikki Lee. This book cover looks amazing. It's super sexy, colorful, and the book is orgasmic. (laughs) I just posted a picture of the cover on Instagram. Yes, but also I wanted to say... Our email is jabberpod, J-A-B-B-R-P-O-D at gmail.com. Oh, they thought it was spelled differently, huh? Yeah, some people got confused. Jabber with an E. But we are just jabber with an R, J-A-B-B-R. Last week we mentioned that we'd be talking about censorship, but we had some technical difficulties. But... We have a different episode in store for you today. Yes, today we'll be talking about the Me Too movement, and we'll be sharing our experience and spilling tea with Joseph Jasso. Let's do it. Okay, welcome to the show today. We have Joseph Jasso with us, and of course, Jono's with us. Hey, bitches. Today we're talking about the Me Too movement, also known as Hashtag Me Too. So, uh, as a background, um, in case you don't know... The Me Too movement started um, when, when women started with women uh, coming forward, uh, sometimes naming names, sometimes not, and just exposing their um, abuser uh, just for closure, awareness, and uh, justice. 
Um, so justice. 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 Yeah. I, f I don't understand why so many people just don't have the understanding of not shitting where you eat. And when you do, when you cross that line, you fuck things up. Yeah. And like, does it always have to be about sex? That's the thing that I don't understand. I don't understand like why, like it has to cross that line. Like when you're supposedly, you know, like at least in my field, making art. Mm -hmm. When it crosses that line and you're doing something else, you're doing something, you're, you're being selfish and you're trying to satisfy this one need. Well, there's that's, a power imbalance yeah. too. You're in power. You're running this 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 job yeah. and this is someone who's working yeah. who doesn't have that power and you're it's controlling them you know putting them in an, in an awkward situation but what the, what's at risk is like you know these major corporations these major huge companies it's like you're going to do this you're going to do this one thing just because this cute young girl came into the office and you're going to promise her all these things for an exchange you know like for some type of Thing that's going to get your rocks off and it's like you're going to ru ruin everything yeah i mean it's pathetic because they use that as their, their power yeah right like that's all they have to offer yeah. is opportunity for other people and they take advantage of it um it's pathetic mm -hmm. okay so obviously this has been a big thing and uh, we've all been affected by it in some way a friend a relative um ourselves someone we've worked with or someone who's come to us and confided in us uh, have you guys, I mean, as photographers, you would be the person in authority for yeah. the shoot. Yeah. Has this affected you in any way? Um, me personally, not so much, just because I completely understand my role. Yeah. I definitely feel I'm in a leadership role and I'm responsible. Uh, my responsibility is much higher than everyone else on set because I have to be responsible for everything and everyone. So I take that very seriously. So what I don't like to do is ever is like cross that line because there's a trust. There's a trust between the photographer. There's a trust between the model that needs to be upheld. You know, you trust me to take these images of you. We're the most responsible on set. So, I mean, we have to act accordingly. And I think when you cross that line, it's a you jeopardize everything. You know, we're very blessed to be in this position to be able to create, to be creatives, and to work doing what we love. And with that, also comes the responsibility of what how you need to conduct yourself. Yeah, but what if a model comes on to you? I don't care. I mean, I think sex is something that uh, is accessible to everybody for the most part. And in the in your job, that's the one place it shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, not at all, not at all. I've I've had photo shoots where it's the theme is slightly sexual, or I shot full nudes of people. Mm -hmm. But even in those situations, like even your trust is even more important yeah. because you, they're trusting you with them to be shot this way. But also, it's a vulnerability. I think that when you cross that line, that's just, like, very wrong. I've been in situations where I've been, like, in, like when you talked about, like, being, like, photographing nude and, like, it's, like, it's all steamy and there's, like, oil. There's, like, all this stuff. Like, a temptation is sitting right in front of you. But you don't ever take it. It's, you know, you're capturing what you need to capture out of it. And, you know, like, my job as a photographer, that's what I'm, I'm going to do my role as and going into like you know me doing something with a model it just seems like so much at risk like 
like this is my meal ticket and me and it feels so sleazy too. yeah like, and it, i don't want to ever be thought of as a slime ball yeah <sighs> and and to it it's um this is like i love you rolling your eyes <laughs> well, we like, know you, Dominic. like you know <laughs> um, but like but also too it, it's it's oh. it's something that you know like this this comp this brand and company that I created, it's you know something that I put my heart and soul into, and to something that I'm just gonna throw away. It's not gonna be just taken lightly. Yeah, it's your life's work. At yeah. risk for what? But like a few moments of pleasure. It's, no, it goes away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not worth it at all. For me, um, I think my attitude is different compared to the other people. It's a mindset, I think. I've been in situations where something has happened to me on set and the same thing happened to another model with the same photographer and they're like, I'm traumatized, I have PTSD and I'm not going to discredit them for their experience. I didn't feel that when it was the same situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, if I, I've been uncomfortable in a situation but never traumatized. And I feel like it's partially because, I don't know, when I, some of the content that we make, right, it's very provocative. I'll do anything, basically. That I don't really have a lot of restrictions. Okay. And so when I go there and they're like, oh, we're going to shoot nudes and can you do this position? And, uh, you know, maybe they grab my shoulder or they oil me up or something. To me, that's, that's part of the process the prep it's I'm, I'm not i don't see it in a sexual way it's very technical and it's part of what we're doing yeah um but but we're talking about crossing the line i've been in you know people have been handsy with me and i know it's inappropriate and i know it's wrong and unprofessional but i feel a certain loyalty because they've given me this opportunity in a way and I feel like, oh, this is like a friendship. This is. But do you think that's okay? Um, in the professional grand scheme of things, no. No, it's not. But for me personally, I'm not violated. Okay. My personal body, my being, yeah. has not been violated. Okay. So I, I don't take it personally, and I don't take it seriously. So, like, for one thing, uh, I went to a casting for a magazine. And uh, the editor was, like, having me try on the underwear. He's like, you know, the, the, the company wants to um, do something with this in the magazine. So he's like, oh, try on these. And then he's like, a little touchy-feely. Um, and in the moment, I was, like, frozen, I guess. But I never said the words no. So to me, I guess it's this balance of... He knows his position, and you can read a room, right? You, you can read body language. If you're kind of uncomfortable or I said something that was offensive, I can kind of read your expression and how you're acting, your mannerisms. So I feel like on one hand, that is what they have to do, read body language and know their position and not cross that line. But on the other hand, I didn't say no. And if I had said no, maybe he would have backed off. But on the other hand, he didn't do anything that was taking it to the bedroom stuff. It wasn't bedroom activity. It wasn't something that I wasn't opposed to. It was just being extra handsy. When you said to read the room, did he 
Did he do that? Did he read your expression? How you're, he mentioned that you're frozen. Did he no. stop? No. He didn't stop. Did you get the gig? <laughs> no. See, you know, like those are just people just taking advantage of you for, for who you are. And it's important, whoever is listening to this podcast, if you're ever in that situation, stand up. No means no. But that yeah. same day, I was having lunch with uh, a friend who's an actor and uh, in theater in New York. And uh, he told me, like I was telling him the story, oh, I just came from his casting and he was, you know, he was touching me and all this stuff. And um, he was, oh, are you okay? Is this, is this, um, is this something you want to talk about? Um, may I ask you, you know, what happened? All these things. And he was like, you were sexually violated. And I was like, okay, hold on. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. And I just felt like he blew it out of proportion. Um, but he's like, no, you're taking this too lightly. He's like, later on in life, you're going to look back on this and you're going to say, someone took advantage of me. And you're gonna, it's going to take a while to process that. And you're going to say, someone took something from, from me. And I, you know, I don't feel like someone took something from me. Like I said, it was, a, it was as simple to me as he was a little handsy, okay, maybe flattering, unprofessional, okay, but I wouldn't say I felt violated in any way. Let me ask you a question, Dominic. Mm -hmm. This is just me asking you like, a, like as an example, yeah. me as your friend. If I came up to you and grabbed your junk, would that be okay? I mean, it's, it, it's, all, it's all in how it's done, I feel I mean, we've all gone, we've all had that friend who comes up and grabs your ass, grabs your junk. I mean, watch baseball. It's on right now. And people are slapping each other, grabbing each other. I just feel that's like... That's different. That's like, like, like a, hey, you know, like, good job. You know, like, they do like a smack on the ass. When someone's like grabbing your genitals and trying to like do like some type of sexual... Like, Chief thrill type Yeah. Thing. That's, that's, you know, that's not okay. Yeah. regardless if it's like if it was like a friend thing then if you have a relationship with a friend like that but you were saying you as the example yeah but like when have I ever yeah. done that to you never, how has that ever never. been okay you've never done that you, you know like that, that's my point like where you you make these friendships and you make these types of things and then when somebody's like in power or someone who is like you're you know but you said as a friend I mean so there's no power when, when we're working there is yeah. that power but even as a friend I'm not like that with you right you're not no yeah but, like, the point is, is, like, when you're in a situation like that, you have to stand up for yourself. If, you don't I mean, feel, not, if you're not happy with it, you right. know, like, make it clear. Let's be, I mean... I don't think anything is really necessarily worth you being taken advantage of. Mm, I don't think no. there's a single job that's really worth it. Because yeah. then, even if you get the job, like, knowing that, it's just slimy. You know what I mean? And I do think that, like, anybody that is professional, you're a professional model, right? Yeah you should be working with professional photographers, right? That doesn't happen. That but shouldn't happen. For the record, I don't want you, based on what you were saying, I don't want you to think that I'm like this, you know, passive, you know, someone who's going to take the abuse or something. Like, when I am feeling uncomfortable, you know I'll kick them in the balls and run. You know, like, I'll be like, <laughs> fuck you. But I think it, you would more like, like, raise your arm, hands up and then like knee them and then like prance. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know. I feel like, oh, it's just so complicated because on one hand, you know, it is kind of slimy, and I know this. I mean, it's not like I'm denying it. Slimeball. But 
On the other hand, this industry, in a way, it's very casual. It is. It's very casual. Do you think it perpetuates that type of behavior? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, the images we're making are very provocative. You've seen my work. It's highly suggestive. So I feel like the professionalism kind of goes out the window in a sense. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going out on set and we're shooting and then afterwards we're having this sex party or something. It's not like that. There is a level of professionalism, but it's more casual just because of the fact that the nature of the shoot is highly suggestive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also depends on the person, I guess. It's like you weren't necessarily as offended, right? Where, no, I wouldn't where say that so. is more of a... I don't know. This could be very weird to say, but like I think that <clears throat> it's all about setting boundaries with people, right? So when people are offended in situations that you've experienced where maybe you weren't offended, that was their boundary. Yeah. That got crossed. And maybe that wasn't yours. But I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. So, I just think being unprofessional on set is never okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's complicated. Um, there's this photographer I worked with. I won't say who. Um, and this person got called out uh, in this big article that got published. Um, and after it came out, I had a shoot lined up with this person who I've never had any problems with. And uh, so my friend, who's in the medical industry, medical field, has nothing to do with this, was like, why are you going to shoot with this person? Um, and he was just, like, offended. He's just like, I, I read the article, I saw these terrible things, and he, I remember he said this, and this was, these were his exact words. By supporting the abuser, you're discrediting the victims. And I didn't think that. I didn't think of that when he, until he said it. And obviously I went to the shoot and I talked to this person and we were fine. I was like, how is this affecting your business? And this person was like, it hasn't affected my business at all. You know? So. See, but if that person was actually doing that stuff and was guilty of doing that stuff, I think supporting that photographer is not okay. Even, but even here's if, to say, what if I am, what if it didn't happen to me and this article comes out, how do I know? I mean, I don't want to say that they were wrong. Maybe it's 100% true. Maybe it's 50% true. I don't know. But if I didn't have this experience with this person, is it wrong to support them? I think so. You do? Yeah. yeah I think in that instance, the only person that you're thinking about is yourself mm -hmm. um, and not other people. I mean, I'm just kind of being honest. No, that's true. Uh, I, agree I think that, that uh, if enough people have come out against this person, that person deserves, I hate to say canceled, but like, you know, that person earned that. But what <laughs> you know if what I mean? the content, like, all right, I don't want to defend someone. There's a lot of photographers that are really incredible yeah. that have crossed that line that are no longer working up, up, up as high as like people that work in Vogue. And I know what like you're that. talking about. Yeah. And, and that doesn't make it okay. You know what I mean? But what if, what if the, okay, so if we're talking fashion, right? Okay. And we're talking Vogue, I mean, that has nothing to do with sex. Right? Am I right? Sure. So what if you have a photographer who specializes in the male physique, the male form, has a, 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 a level of eroticism in their work, highly sexual? Don't you expect that it's going to get a little heated a little 
you know. No, I was. I I see. I see what you're saying because the tension is there Correct. because of the work. Yeah, and maybe there's that. Ec- not expectation, but you go in thinking that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't be like that because it's still working. It's still a job. It's still supposed to be a profession. I mean, like I said, I've I mean, I know never everyone's had a not perfect, and that does happen. But like, I don't know. In my mind, no matter what, I'm only thinking about the shot. I'm yeah. not thinking about what what can happen. You know what I mean? It never crosses my mind because I don't ever want that to happen. As a photographer that specializes in that category. Yeah. The main importance that comes, what it comes down it's to. It's even more important, don't you yeah. think, with you? Yeah. Like, because they need to feel good around yeah. you. And, yeah. And, and the last thing I want is them to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And the most important thing is to get the shot list. You know, the things that are discussed that we have to get, that's what's important. Yeah. And what's a few seconds of pleasure? Like, but what's what if, that really going to... that didn't happen to me? I mean, you said it's kind of selfish... But I don't know. Like, if, if this person is so talented and so good and, and really believes in me and really has, has done a lot for me on camera and off camera, um, totally professional with me, nothing's ever happened, never crossed the line, I mean, why should I go against them, you know? It's just it's tricky. Um, but do you think that... It's a layered topic, but also it depends on... It, it just goes back to what you feel and what you think. You know what I mean? Do you think someone should be completely blacklisted from one accusation without proof of, of it happening? I think, too, it's kind of hard to prove a lot of these accusations. Yeah. No, it is. And he said, I, he said, or he said, she said. Yeah, and it's... Honestly, there's... I hate to say it, but... It's not like I do have security cameras in my studio, and there are like I do make sure that everyone's aware of it, and you know I'm on it, you know, if the proof is there, you know like, there's no there's nothing hiding it. Like I make sure that you know like there's there's something up there recording. Just want to make sure that you're okay with it. Yeah. There's a restroom right here for you to change. Right? The makeup station that's available for, for the you. record. You've always been right professional with me. But, but no, but like yeah. you've been in that studio. I you have. understand what what it is like the 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 system that that I, that I have. But like the 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 problem is that if you don't have the shit to back yourself up, yeah, like. You don't have the insurance, you know. That, 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 that's that, that's what you need. Yeah. You know, like if you even when on when we shot, there was this one thing we had to do, like these this nude frontal, but you cropped it, and mm-hmm. then the backside. And I was in a bathrobe until you were ready to go. Lights were being set up, and I was just there. Um, it wasn't, and I, a lot of people. And even I, I wouldn't yeah. even execute the shot, even when when I could see like genitals or anything. And that's the thing, like about my work, like I don't want that to be to overpower what I'm trying to create. And when, like, it was, I didn't execute the shot because I could see it. You know, like, I, I want to make sure, like, in, in my framing, you know, like, you got to have 100% before I execute it. You know, like, what happened in that one shot when you're, when you're, when you're on the counter, and you can, see, I'll, I'll put up an Instagram, but, like, to show an example, but, like, you, you were standing facing me, and right before I executed, I was like, hey, can you move your knee up a little bit higher? Yeah, I remember I, that. It's the yeah. blue one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can that. see a little bit of, um, your um your berries <laughs> <laughs> but um are you you know actually as a side note i've had people like people on social media sending you know comments private dms saying hey what goes on on set and i think this was an interview someone interviewed me for like a magazine or something and 
um, that was a question like, what really goes on behind the scenes? And I'm like, I don't want to ruin your personal fantasy of, of this, but it's not what you think. It's very like technical. But are you guys afraid to be alone with a model? Both of you, because you both are photographers. So because of me too, do you feel like, okay, I, I don't know, I'm afraid to touch a model without asking, I'm, you know? Do you want to go? You can go. I'm not afraid. To be alone? No. Or touch and, or and even in regards to your, to your question, like when you, it depends on the situation too, because like sometimes like I get a model that's 17, 16, you know, the parents are always there. Or, you know, like, there's somebody always there. Yeah. You know, like, no matter what, like, you have, like, that, you know, like, understanding that, you know, like, it, they're okay, they're comfortable, like, what's happening here. And depending on, on what it is, everybody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And at the age limit, like, I don't have a problem with that because I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking, well, what about you? I've never had, I've never even thought about that, to be honest with you. I mean, if you think about yeah. it. When you said he said, she said, or he said, he said, whatever situations, I guess I could probably fall into that. Yeah. But I know personally on my end, I don't ever think that way in regards to working on set. You know, I've never crossed that line ever. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel... I know firsthand. I, I don't never. ever feel like uh, scared to because mm -hmm. it doesn't cross my mind. Now that you put it in my head. Get I'm a security kidding. camera. But there's yeah. this... $40 on Amazon. There's this uh, <laughs> producer slash uh, writer... Yeah. Uh, film, a screenwriter and um, he wrote um, the screenplay for a movie that I really like with a famous actor actress that I really like um, and I saw him out in West Hollywood I wanted to go say hi and someone said didn't you read the New York Times article I'm like what what are you talking about he's a pedophile and I said well I'm over 18 I'm like, I, I'm like, what is, I mean, should I, should, should, should I, I mean, this is serious, but should I not associate with someone professionally or socially? I mean, it's not like I'm going to their house, but is it okay to associate with someone or should they be completely blacklisted from everything? You know, what do you think? I don't know. What would you do? I don't know, because I think that person has to really be proven to be guilty, honestly. But, like, then I don't know. I mean... Well, I, I think his question is, is, like, what if he... What if... What, what if, if you, I knew this yeah, person was... Yeah. This one? Uh, I wouldn't support it. You what? I wouldn't support it. Yeah, but would you say, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, like try to you see each other friend. in public. Like, but like, no, not try to be their friend, yeah. just like, I think, socially. I think if you knew somebody during when you know like you know something was going to happen and you know like you have to take into consideration i'm hanging out with this person they know we're friends am i part of that now like am i like am i guilty by association yeah yeah uh, am i like that's a, that's a layered subject but honestly. i'm not associated it's like if you have friends that yeah. you're really good friends with and some, someone's accused of something like do you stop being their friend i don't know i mean it, i think it's i think it, it becomes down to business I mean, you have to make an executive business decision. Sure. It, like, I have a, I have a, I have a, a topic that I'm going to go into that. But 
it, it's it's on, on emotional decisions. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and you you have to yeah. because it could hurt you in the long run. Yeah, um, I'm gonna talk about this one right yeah. here. I felt really bad uh, about one of my friends, and I've shot him like over like you know more than a dozen times already, and. One of my team members asked him for videos and pictures on, on my behalf. I didn't know any of this. And he said, hey, yeah, send me some pictures and videos and blah, 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 blah. And so the model, of course, oblivious to everything, just agreed to it. There was a, um, an understanding that he would get special emails and phone numbers of, of agents and stuff to help get him further along with it. Wait, so someone on your team yeah. was reaching out? To one on your model. behalf, yeah. to one of your models to get mm. all these photos and videos. Yeah. Wow. So my team member showed me all the pictures and videos and goes, look, he's flirting with me. And it's like, really? Because they really don't... My, I don't think my model would go remotely close to anything like that. Like, I'm not, I'm not putting him down, but, like, they're, like, two complete... Like, I, I don't see, like, how my model friend would actually even bother to try to do that with him. Mm-hmm. And his, it, it, I don't understand the whole mentality of it and how, like, he thought he was flirting with him when he put himself in that situation. And he made up this whole storyline that, oh, yeah, like, look at, he's... He wanted the attention. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's sad and desperate. And, and when um, it, it came down to it, my, my friend said make sure that you don't share those pictures and stuff like that. They're only for you guys. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, didn't you ask me to send you like a whole, I was like, and I was like, okay, I seen the text messages that you sent him of you guys flirting. He goes like, no, it was like a, like a trade type of thing. I was like, never have I ever asked anyone for any of that I was like yeah I will come to you right now and I'll show you my phone right now and I would open everything up and just sh- share he goes like he goes I thought it was kind of weird he goes like like you know that you would be asking me that through him yeah and that's a violation yeah and so it, it, it was just like like me just coming to understand that the person that I was working with was basically a predator and was trying to get something out of somebody and you know my model friend and I later talked about this more and we did a, even a Google search on this person and how a lot of these things popped up with it. You know, it, it, it was shocking to say the least, but me taking that to that in, in situation, I cut my ties with that person. Yeah, of course. And later on found that, you know, this person was doing more stuff. There's more than one model that it happened to, and I had to clean up my my name after that. Wow! And so I had to go to these agents and stuff like that. They go like, "Could we talk about this email account that you have?" And I'm like, "I'm like, which one?" And I have like my official email account, and I'm like, you know, like, which one are you talking? He goes like, "Oh, it's this 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 um, Gmail account." I was like, "That is not me," <laughs> you know. And it's it, and you know, coming down to like stuff like that, and, you know, like using me as a platform to get something out of it. Wow, that's that's wrong. I had, you know, like a lot of dis- disagreements and arguments with this person and do not talk to this person anymore, yeah. cut my ties with this person, and mm-hmm. I'm still so surprised that he still has people coming into his studio today. And managers and agents have said to stay away from this person, but he still gets high traffic people coming in there. Wow. And it's, it's surprising. Did I, did I work with this person? 
Uh, maybe I, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, speaking of all this, you know, there's this. Do you guys know the Instagram shit model management? Do you know it? Wait, what? Shit model management. Oh, sounds. It's an Instagram, and they basically call out all the shit that goes down uh, in this industry. Mm. Is it like a shit list? Well, I'll get to that. But there's like memes, and that only models would get and photographers would get about you know going to castings and what happens on a, a, a set when you're in New York and you have to change and they set up these little like things to hide behind and it's really not that discreet is it like to call people out like yeah, Prada or something like that they made a blacklist and i think it had to get taken down somebody was gonna sue or something yeah like probably a hundred over a hundred names and the shit model management said anyone that you've had an issue with send me a message i'm gonna put them on the list mm. and it's in alphabetical order every single letter of the alphabet is covered um, so I've go through the list, worked with that person, worked with that person, worked with that person. Worked, I've worked with almost all of them basically, and I've never had a problem. But um, it's just shocking to see that people have had a problem. But it's not like the range. There's such a range. I mean, this list could be an inappropriate touch, or it could be full on rape. You don't know, so it's hard to gauge that. But um, it's good that people are coming out and calling people out. Yeah. How do you rape a person and still publish a photo? You know what I mean? Like, like how, how do, how's that possible? Like, I, I, it, it, it bothers me. Like, you know, like there's people who don't take into consideration the other person's life and what you're doing. Yeah. And it makes something that's so, like, fun and really like fabulous and fantastic to do into a situation that it could be like very off-putting or like people are scared to do you know mm -hmm. like photo shoots should be something that's like great you know do you think it's only our industry that i mean obviously every industry i mean doctors are molesting nurses or it whatever happens everywhere. it happens everywhere it happens but why everywhere. is our industry the the focus of it you think because we have a platform that we already in a way like exhibitionists where we show everything off already and so like i feel like we already have that platform where everything's already out there you know what i mean yeah. it perpetuates the lifestyle also i think the type of imagery that i mean like fashion and like things like that perpetuate a lifestyle that sex is a huge part of and it's like a, a driving force into buying things it's like sex appeal you know what i mean so it's perpetuating yeah. that but that still doesn't make it right but, you know, there's, I don't know, there's this, there's no handbook on life. There's nothing that, that we're all wired differently. Because it's a lifestyle and there's this sex appeal, um, do you think that, I mean, there's no handbook on life, right? We're all wired differently. We're all put in these different situations. No other industry can you be in front of a backdrop completely nude being photographed, just you and another person. So, in a way, can you blame someone from being aroused? I mean, you can't blame them for that. But at the same time, you can control your actions. But there's all, I don't know, there's a lot of factors, and I nobody's think my, thinking I think, like I think that. controlling your primal instincts, I think that's... <laughs> but when yeah. you're in the moment, is that the first thing that pops in your head? I don't know. I, I think when you need to, like, be professional, I think 
you do need to be able to control that. Yeah, that's a must. Now, I know some photographers um, who uh, they've said because of the Me Too movement, they felt, and these are older photographers who were shooting for a long time. Um, I feel like it's the older ones that are more handsy, I guess, in my experience. They said that there's this loss of human connection and, you know, they're used to oiling their models or saying, you know, adjusting the underwear or whatever. Now they have to say, may I adjust a hair on your head? May I adjust the underwear? Uh, may I oil you up? Or actually, why don't you oil yourself up in the bathroom? Do you feel that there's like a loss of human connection? I think that's, I think like, that's better. Because you're actually asking for consent. I think that's you know courtesy, I mean? too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think oiling someone's body is connecting with them honestly i think it's it's those things if you need that for the shot you'll do them anyways you know what i mean and that'll happen yeah but it doesn't have to be creepy or slimy or gross or anything like that. but isn't and there also too like on a professional shoot like isn't there a makeup artist a groomer who will do that yeah you know, like, there's there's a person for it, so the, you know, like, the person... I mean, I have experience with that. The, I worked for a photographer for a year, and as his assistant, when I first moved to L.A. years and years ago, mm-hmm. that was primarily my job, was to get the models ready and shiny and all mm-hmm. that stuff like that. Yeah. And <laughs> and never once was it, like, really... It was I was doing a job, and, like, we talked about it. It wasn't, like... I never felt like I was, like, a creep or... I was doing something creepy, and I'd ask them if it was okay. And but as you know, there's just such total- thing as a closed set. And when there's something, there's when you're doing nudes, nude, fine art nudes or whatever, there's no stylist because you don't need styling. And it's very intimate. You don't want a whole group of people there. Um, if I've done a commercial shoot, yeah, there's a whole group of people. But if there's nudes, it's just you and the photographer, at least for me. Sometimes you can have a full set of people for a set of nudes. It just depends on the caliber of the depends shoot. Depends on the job too, yeah. Yeah, it just depends on the caliber of the shoot and, and and really who's shooting it. I would some people may feel more comfortable that there's a group there, it's like protection, but I feel more comfortable when it's just me and the photographer. Yeah. Um, and that's discussed at the very beginning, you know, depending on what it is. I've kicked people out of the room or asked them to leave. You know, I'd be like, Do you mind leaving? Because I feel like I can be I can bring my energy and I can be myself and be better for the shoot if we're alone. And that's something we talk about. But I, I went to a shoot, and uh, the photographer would oil me up every time. We worked together several times, right, over the course of years. And this person would oil me up, nothing nothing crossing a boundary, just very professional. Um, and then one day I came in. But don't you think that you could feel it? Like, you can feel someone's intention when they're doing something. Yeah. I think I, you know, I, I, it's, like, it's like when someone looks at you a certain way, you know what, what not what they're saying, but, like, you feel something. And it's, it's I think that kind of goes along with all that stuff, too. And I mean, like, if someone was doing something that was a violation to you, you would feel it. You know what I mean? And you would know it. Well, yeah. I mean, what, so to finish the story, when I was, like, on the last time we shot, I went in. Here's the oil. Why don't you go in the bathroom? Shut the door. Oil yourself up. And I thought, the first thing I thought was, am I too old? Like, I'm like what's going on? <laughs> so Because you're making like, it about you. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I just thought that 
you know, why? It's not all about you, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured, like, there's why? People, What's there's going on? There's people's lives at stake here now. Well, things have changed, and I'm saying I felt that. It's like the topic of this conversation is hashtag me too and Dominic. Yeah. <laughs> I just what about felt, me? I felt that it was, there was a loss of human connection there, especially with someone I knew. Now, I started really young, so maybe I got used to that behavior as part of the norm, and that that norm is changing. It's weird for me because I was so young, and that's how my mind was wired to think. Um, but, I mean, now it's changing. And if you're 65 and you've been shooting since you were 30, it's probably the same. You know, they're, they're used to that. So yeah. they're going to take longer to adapt, I guess. Yeah, but that's, that's the only constant in life is change. You have to adjust. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like language and vocabulary. I mean, there's things that we said, we are talking about that earlier in the 90s and like not even 10 years ago that is no longer acceptable to say yeah. at all. So you have to adjust to that. Does, like you being older is not an excuse. Right. All that is is a story. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to seem like I'm defending them. It's just my experience, but I don't know. I mean, if, if no, I... No, I appreciate your honesty, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't want it to seem so casual. This is me. If I'm, let's say I'm, I'm with a friend who's a model, and my friend says, hey, can you come with me to the shoot? Just because I'm nervous or I need extra protection or yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe you can help me out. I'll say, okay, sure. So let's say I go and something happens, right? I, I would step in. I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you know, I know what you're doing. Like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. But for myself, I know how I feel. I can read my emotions. I know what's going on, and I wouldn't put myself in a bad situation. So I guess it just depends on the person. Okay, we're going to take a little nap. Disco nap. Yes, we're going to take a little disco nap, and we'll be right back. I guess you're out of your mind till it actually happens. Try to knock me down Took those sticks and stones Showed them I could build a house They tell me that I'm crazy But I'll never let them change me So they cover me in daisies Daisies, daisies They said I'm going nowhere Trying to get me out Took those sticks Alright, we're back and that was Katy Perry with Daisies Such a good song I feel like it relates Just to everything what do you think? <laughs> She's staring at me. But, You're like um, a cartoon, and it's like watching cartoons, watching you talk. Me? You're like really animated. I'm like a cartoon. Yes. I mean, I had this drink. Oh. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, you can overcome, you know, if, if this happened to you, you're not a victim, right? You are going to come out stronger. You have a voice now. And I feel like as, as we progress, there's more of a dialogue about these things. And, you know, people are writing songs about it and inspiring people to talk about it and empower feel empowered yeah so it's really just about being brave mm -hmm. and speaking up you have to yeah can't let anybody hold you back or you know try to make you feel a certain way just so they can take advantage of you yeah not giving away your power but um i have another story okay. um this is like coming from like my perspective of someone who is in the industry who is kind of like often at times like 
in the model's position. So I was in this, um, I had this opportunity. I'm, I'm not going to say the name of the person. <laughs> but and I'm still friends with this person, but I didn't like where our, um, our conversations went, essentially. This person is extremely powerful, and he wanted me to, in the beauty industry, and wanted me to help him launch his commercial um, business. And I said, of course, yeah, totally down. He wanted me to have my style along with his, you know, work to kind of correlate with that. And I was like, absolutely. We created mood boards and everything. And then it, the conversation quickly went south. And we became, like, it, it became him just basically sending me a bunch of pictures and a bunch of videos. And it was just, you know, like... Turning in, trying, he was trying to turn it into that relationship. I didn't let it, and I was very clear that I would like to keep this on a professional level. That's okay. And he said, "Yeah, that's yeah, fine." And um, they're going to call you tomorrow, talking about like um, talking with my accountant, talking about the money and everything. And I was like, "Okay, great. I got everything ready. I got my you know estimates and my invoice ready to go with it." And when it came to me talking to him about it, like the accountant. He basically said, I thought both of you guys had an agreement. And I was like, uh, what agreement? And he goes like, oh, I thought you were one of his boys. And I was like, what? You know, like, like what does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, like me being, like, I, I turned into somebody's bitch, essentially. And, and he goes like, oh, well, um, he goes like, we'll, we'll do a group chat in, in the next What does week. that mean, though? Like he pretty much thought, Pete pretty much thought that I was, I was gonna give myself up. The payment was gonna be sex. And it's kind of arrogant. Yeah, yeah. and cocky. And and assuming that it, it made me feel like so insulted with that. And I. But do you feel like you were me too? In a way. In a way, because, violated. Yeah, I was like thinking. He made it seem like if I was gonna just fall head over heels for him, just because of who he was, and to just accept my payment of sex to go along with it, and I couldn't care whose face you painted. That's not cool. One to use me as an artist to try to you know sell product. Just do you think that your dick is that powerful? <laughs> it's not, and. And later on, you know, like, it became kind of like an awkward relationship. And he said, I need you to, I need to hear, or I, need, I need your response that you're not going to share any of these pictures and any of this stuff. And it's like, I'm not going to share your stuff. I'm not going to, you know, I'm sharing the story about it. I'm not saying the names of anybody. But, you know, it, it sucks that people that are like that to, to get something out of it. He thought he can save some coin with me by not paying my rate. <laughs> That's basically what it is. But on the other hand, I've had photographers say to me, not about me, but about other models, like talking to me about other models, saying, there's only, two, there's only three ways to shoot with me. One, you pay me. Two, it's a job. Or three, you suck my dick. That's basically their thing. So maybe they've told you this. They said this to me about another model, a model who wanted to shoot. And he said, oh, let me send you my rates. So the model said, oh, I was hoping we could collaborate. <laughs> but you know what? I think that. And he said, so then you gross. need to suck my but, dick. But I think yeah. that's kind of like where people go with it. Because I've gotten 
DMs, like where people go like, oh, can you shoot me? I'm like, yeah, sure. Here's my rates. And I send them my rates. And then all of a sudden I'm flooded with a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. I'm like, you don't need to do that. They're used to, I don't think on, on some of them, I think it's probably like, how could you reject me? Look at me. And then other ones are saying it. Well, oh, well, this, this happened last time when I, you know, got on my knees. Do you think maybe this would work for this? You know? What's that? Yeah. And those people are being are are desensitized to just do it, or victims are becoming predators. Yeah, in a way. But do you think what your story um, made me think of this models me tooing photographers? You don't hear that. You only hear about the photographers me tooing the models. I mean, I don't know. Has that happened? Does that happen? I mean, you don't see the photographers going to the magazines and saying that. So. I'm pretty sure it's it's happened where somebody's gotten control over somebody like a photographer or something and manipulated them to get what they wanted. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it has happened. Yeah, everything has happened. I'm sure. Um, I don't really see. I I don't really deal with a lot of this. My shoots are primarily women, <laughs> also, mm -hmm. but also like my shoots for the most part are like a huge team involved. So it's mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's kind of hard it, not it, to like. You can't. It doesn't allow any of that stuff to happen. Yeah. Thank God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it it's, it comes down to it. Don't ever do anything for the spotlight or anybody promising you something because it's it's never gonna admit to anything. And then once you give it up, you ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah. nobody has power over you unless you give it away. Yeah. Honestly, I think, uh, well, in regards to what you were saying and that guy trying to use your photography and to get something and stuff like that, mm -hmm. like, uh, we're all the same. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the same as Beyonce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not really, but you know what I mean? I think of myself as someone who is equal at all times. And so I don't let anybody give power over me, you know, even if they're the highest of the highest or whatever, I, uh, I don't ever give that away. Agree. Yeah. But do you think it's, could be like for the model who takes it, doesn't say anything. Do you think it's validation for someone who's an insecure model and this photographer who is powerful says, I believe in you. You know, you're, you're, you're so good. You're so beautiful. You're amazing. And then maybe makes the move, makes their, plants the seed uh and i feel like that discredits everything that was said beforehand you know what i mean about like like all that stuff that they were being told yeah was almost just being fed to get something yeah i mean maybe they do think that but they're using it in a manipulative way yeah all right well that wraps us up for today and thank you for coming on the show joseph thanks for having me yeah and this don't forget fun. to visit your website yeah, it's josephjasso.com or josephjassophoto on Instagram. Awesome. Be sure to get on that. And we'll see you next week on Jabber. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been Jabber Podcast, produced by Dominic Albano and John O'Madison. Sound by Jose Gallo. Do you have a question or inquiry? Send us an email at jabberpod at gmail.com. Or send us a DM on Instagram at jabberpod. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Stories and mentions are not meant to hurt anyone and their subtitle parties.